Welcome to Fueled, the podcast for teens that aspire for greatness. My name is Easton Allred, and I am a successful entrepreneur, athlete, college student, and personal development guru. Each week, I interview successful and inspiring individuals that will teach you the secrets of setting goals and developing life-changing habits that will fuel you to greatness. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get fueled. Hello, Fuel listeners, and welcome to episode number 38 of Fuel. This is your podcast host, Easton Allred, and I am so excited, as usual, to be on today with you guys, and I really love doing this interview with today's guest. I think you're really going to like him as well. He has overcome some serious adversity. He is very, very different from the people around him, and, and he just had to overcome so much, but he's taken his challenges and overcome them full stride. absolutely love this interview. Brandon Farbstein is 17 years old. He is an innovator, inspirer, and influencer. How cool is that? At 17 years old, he is a motivational speaker, a TED speaker, and the youngest ever top 40 under 40. He's also writing for the Hustle Times magazine. Brandon, we are so excited to have you on the podcast. What an honor. Would you please tell my audience a little bit about you, what you're doing right now, and what it means to be a f- the top 40 under 40, where that is. It is where I live in Richmond called Style Weekly. And <laughs> so I was named that in October of last year. And so I have been the youngest person in, I think there's been maybe like 30 classes. So each year, you know, they come out with a list and I am the youngest to ever be named as one. And that is just incredible because there are people like the mayor. There are people who are, you know, Fortune 500 CEOs on this list. And it's absolutely incredible that what I've been given, I've been able to open myself up to the world and be able to share my story. And that has encouraged and inspired thousands in the two years that I have been speaking. I started my career in April of 2015. That's when I got on the TEDx stage. And since then, I've literally been able to get in front of audiences anywhere from school kids to business executives and everywhere in between. And my message is such that we really all can relate to it. Awesome. So just in 30 seconds, could you tell my audience a little bit about you? I know you do a lot of public speaking. Could you tell my audience a little bit about that? Absolutely. So my name is Brandon Farbstein. I'm 17, live in Richmond, Virginia. And at the age of two, I was diagnosed with an extremely rare form of dwarfism, resulting in me being the height of the average six-year-old boy. So I stand at three feet, nine inches tall. But on the inside, and I think by the end of this episode, you'll realize I'm over seven feet tall (laughs) when combining my soul and my heart. So I try to do everything and anything I can every day to inspire and impact the world as ginormous as possible. And so I'm able to do that with speaking, with I love social media. I love trying to reach an audience that I normally wouldn't be able to do. Awesome. So... Obviously, having being diagnosed with dwarfism is has to be an extreme challenge for you, and I'm sure things have been a little bit more difficult because of it, but it's so awesome that you're taking that in full stride and just killing it. So what has helped you overcome that adversity, and, and how, has that been a, how has that been hard for you? 
So my parents have always been the most incredible and supportive people. And without them, I would not be anywhere close to where I am right now and where I will be. And they have always taught me that your diagnosis, your age, your whatever doesn't define you. Who you are as a person, that's what defines you. So that is one of my mantras, and that's what I live by every day. And you and I and all of the audience listening, we're defying age and what it means to be a teenager can be we're the CEO of a company or we're whatever. So I'm able to, like I said, take what I have. And some people say I've been handed a really crappy deck of cards. And that could be the case for some days because we all have those days where we feel like we're in a hole and we can't get back up. But what I try to do is I try and let people see the light in life and truly make people believe that every second, every moment that we're here is a blessing because it truly is. We have the opportunity right now to make change and to live our dreams to the best of our ability. And one small change right now can change your entire life tomorrow. Awesome. You're, I mean, you're so fantastic. I mean, just just to have that ability to take a challenge and to just completely destroy it, that's, that's incredible. I think one of my favorite quotes is your challenges are your opportunities. And, and you yeah. use that completely because you say, so oh, I, I, have this, I have this disability, but no, I'm going to use it to my advantage. And so that is so admirable. And I know that you've given a TED Talk. That is incredible. How did you come across that opportunity? And I actually am giving a TED Talk in April. What advice do you have for me? Dude, that's awesome. So I gave mine in April of 2015. So you'll be doing it on the two year, you know, two years since I did. So really, really amazing story of how this happened. When you guys have a chance after the podcast to watch the TED Talk that I gave, it's only six minutes long and it's a it's a feel good story and a quick watch. You'll see the device that I use and I'm not going to spoil anything because I would love you guys to watch it. But so I'm on this device in the airport with my family. And all I'm going to say is it attracts a lot of attention because it's really freaking cool. And I think all of you will agree with me on that. And a lot of people come up to me and make small talk, want a picture, whatever. And so I'm used to that. And so I had somebody come up to me and I was with my family. She just started making small talk with me. Oh, that's so cool. What's your name? What's your story? And then as we got into the conversation, she started asking me deeper and deeper questions. What do you want to do with your life? What's your purpose? Things like that, that a person on the street making small talk with you wouldn't normally say. So this turned out to be one of the world's best TED Talk coaches in the, literally in the world. And so she helped get me the talk a few months later and it truly makes me realize that people and opportunities come into our lives when we need them the most and a person or an opportunity is either a lesson or a blessing i think a lot of those a lot of times we have people in our life that are placed there specifically and strategically to help us to get where we want to go. And I have a, I have a Ted story similar to that, but I'm not going to talk about it right now for the sake of time. But um, I, man, I'm going to go check out that TED Talk. And where can my listeners go find that TED Talk, first of all? And second of all, I want to ask the same question that that lady asked you. 
where where do you want to go with your life? What is your life's purpose? My talk can be found either on YouTube or my website. So on YouTube, you could search my name, Brandon Farbstein, F-A-R-B-S-T-E-I-N, or my website is www.brandon.world, and it is right on there. And I would love to connect with you guys on social media as well. So Facebook, just search my name. Instagram is my last name, so at Farbstein. So I would say that what I want to do with my life is just be able to spread as much positivity, as much inspiration as I can, you know, in every moment possible. So I don't want to scare people and I don't want to make people feel guilty. One of my sayings that I, I really love is that you're going to die. So what are you going to do right now? And that's not meant to scare you and that's not meant to put you off. That's meant to be the fire from under you and be that spark that ignites the explosion because it's already inside of you. You just need to reach down and light it up. So do what you can right now to make change for tomorrow because we have no guarantees in life and I've truly been able to realize that. So whatever you can do right this second, just take advantage of it. Take advantage of all the opportunities of all of your life's blessings because you have so many of them. I guarantee every single one of you and hopefully by the end of this message, you'll be able to go for it and stop making excuses. Awesome. So, Brandon, imagine that you had an incredible opportunity to get in the earpiece of everybody on the planet. You had the opportunity to reach everyone and you just had and you just got to talk to them for 30 seconds and they had to hear you for 30 seconds. What's your message? What are you going to tell these people? It's a really good question. That's one of the best questions I've ever gotten on an interview. So, props to you on that. Um, all right, here we go. I would say to you that you have no reason to not be fulfilling your dreams right now. You still have time ticking on your watch. You still have every second right now. You have no guarantees for later. So stop putting it off. Stop making excuses. Start living the best life you can right now because it's all you have. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. And that's one thing that I like to live by is excuses should not exist. There's no excuse that you can make. A lot of people say that they do not have time to do something. And the interesting thing is that we all have the exact same amount of time in the day. We all yeah. have the opportunity to be successful. Successful people do it, and people that are mediocre make excuses. So I, exactly. love, I love that insight. That's fantastic. And what are you going to do differently in 26, or 2017 that you did not do in 2016? Definitely planning a lot of big projects, uh, one of those being, I don't want to reveal the name quite yet, but one of the world's highest demand speakers out there who has been a guest on your show, I think, uh, is going to be my partner for 2017, and we're planning on traveling the world and speaking in front of millions of people uh, throughout the year. So that's something that I'm really, really looking forward to. And I really just want to be able to take advantage of as many opportunities, as many networks as possible, because that's what my life purpose is. That's why I wake up every day. 
to do everything I can to make an impact on at least one person. And even if I'm speaking in front of an audience of a few hundred people and I reach only a handful of them, that's a success. That's why I do it. I don't need payment. That is my payment. And so everything that I go through, people feel people say to me all the time that they feel so guilty and they're so sorry that I live with this disease, as they call it. But you have no reason to feel sorry for me. I feel sorry for you for not realizing that you can't take opportunities right now and that you don't need to make excuses anymore. That's why you should feel sorry. Stop feeling sorry for people that you think are less fortunate than you. Because you could make change right now that changes their lives too. I love that. And and one thing that you said that really just kind of hit me, that really impacted me is you said, I want to wake up and I want to just live with a purpose and I want to impact just I want to impact those people that are willing to hear me. And I that's what I live for. That is why I set my goals. And and that's kind of my definition of success. I want to wake up every morning and I want to jump out of bed and just be filled with a purpose to impact. And I and I want to right. wake up every morning just fired up and ready to change the world. So I love what you said yeah. right there. And um, what would you consider to be the number one tool for success? I would say it starts with you. You can't mm-hmm. rely on anybody else to be the change in your life, to be that catalyst that propels you forward, as I talk about in the TED Talk. You have to start with yourself and any situation, whether it's the greatest thing in your life or maybe the worst thing, it starts with your mindset. So if you tell yourself, I can and I will, which is the message that I live by every second of every day, then you're gonna succeed so much farther than you can imagine. But if you tell yourself, you know what, I'm not going to be able to do this situation, I'm not going to be able to make that money or become that position that I want to become, then I guarantee you, you're right, you're not. But any situation starts with you having that right mindset. And that is the biggest tool, the biggest advantage that you can have. And we see all these amazing, successful people, Gary Vee, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, some of my favorites to name a few, the only thing that draws the line in the sand between them and you or them and people who quote unquote aren't successful is they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe that they can. But when you do make that change, when you do have that mindset, that is success. You don't need fame. You don't need money to tell you that you're successful. Be your own success. Because your passion and your purpose, that is your drive. There shouldn't be any other drive. Mm-hmm. I like you said, I like how you said, if you think you're going to fail, then you're right. If you think you're going to win, you're wrong. Or, then you're also right. Whatever you say, it's yeah. right. So I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm loving this right now. But uh, the next question is, what rituals do you have in your life that help that have helped you to succeed? Something that I do before I get in front of an audience, before I do what we're doing right now, an interview, I always tell myself what I just said about I can and I will, because that gets me in the moment. That gets me ready to change tons and tons of people's lives. But if I go in with a negative mindset, you know, I've been able to teach myself what negativity can truly do in your life and it'll drown you. 
So something else that I have started doing, especially this year, as I've gotten my career off to a, a great start, I've eliminated as many negative people and as many negative situations as I possibly can in my life. So if that means for you that you're in a school and I'll connect it with me, I was at I was in high school and I'm a junior this year. And since I walked into that high school freshman year, I have been bullied to the point where people tell me to kill myself and that if I don't kill myself, then they'll kill me. You know, really disgusting and vile things. But I recently made the change about two or three weeks ago. And I said to my parents, I can't have this negativity in my life anymore. I can't be constantly surrounded with these people who have such hatred for me and who give me nothing. And so I changed my life. And in those couple of weeks since I've done that, the amount of relief I have and the amount of happiness that I've been able to regain has been incredible. So it could be one person in your life who constantly is trying to drown you, who is giving you nothing but negativity and nothing with love and nothing with happiness. You have to eliminate that person. You can't let yourself constantly be in that situation because it's not fair to you. It's not fair to let your success go in the trash can. So those are the two main things that I have done that have led me to the most incredible opportunities and the most incredible people. Mm. So I think that you are totally right in that high school is can be very, very brutal sometimes. And and you said that junior it took till your junior year for you to get out of that negative situation. And I believe that bullying in high school is such a massive issue. So for those so for those years that you were at high school and you were still in these negative situations, how did you deal with that? You know, I'm not going to lie and I'm going to say that it hurt and I still feel some of that hurt. And people ask me if I hate these people and if I resent them and I want to go out and seek revenge. But to be completely honest with all of you and I'm so honest to say this, that I have no ounce of wanting to get revenge. I have no ounce of hatred for these people. Sure, it hurts, and I still feel that, and I will always feel that. But these are the people that are my fuel. These are the people that I see need the most help. Because for somebody to be at the lowest point in their life, you know, to say to someone else, to say to another human being who you think is more vulnerable than you, because I obviously... I'm someone who's very different, somebody who has a moving target everywhere I go. And I expect to have people be curious, have people staring at me. That is a common thing that I live with every day, and I accept that. But to walk into a building where I literally don't feel safe enough to go to the bathroom because people said they will kill me, I can't do that. So what I've done is... My parents, like I said before, have been the most supportive and incredible people in teaching me that there's something underneath hatred and there's something underneath those situations. And I've literally flipped every one of those situations around 180 degrees. And I've said, you know what, you're trying to derail me off of these tracks and I'm speeding full you know, ahead and I'm charging at life. And if you're so miserable with your own self, 
and you have so much hatred for yourself because truly what it is, and I assure every single one of you, because we probably have all been through some type of bullying, especially if we are teens right now, that these people are only doing that because number one, they're envious of you. They're envious of everything that you have. And number two is they see you as weak. They see you as vulnerable. So they take out their own insecurities and they put them on you. So if somebody tells me that I'm the ugliest person that they've ever seen, it's most likely because that's what they're feeling in their own mind. And that's what other people have said to them for years. Maybe it's their home life. Maybe it's their friends, whatever it may be. So find the good in every situation. Find the positivity in every situation. And even the things that drown us, like I said, even the worst possible things that we could be going through, it will make you a better person. It will make you stronger. Like, um, I think Kanye West said this, stronger, better, wait, what, what is that? What am I thinking of? Um, harder, better, faster, stronger. That's what it is. Uh, I'm not a big Kanye fan. Even if that's funny, I don't even know. It's, it's from a long time ago. Uh, so that's what it's going to do. So just go in with the right mindset. And as hard as it may be in that situation, when you get out of it, when you get to that finish line and you turn around and you see what you've just accomplished, it's going to be the best feeling in the world. And I assure you that you can and you will get past this. It's just up to you whether you allow that to happen. Mm -hmm. So I love that. And as this is such a big issue and it's, and I've even struggled with it in my own life, even though it may not have been to the severity that you have is I've definitely struggled with this. And, and what I've come to recognize is that every single time you have someone trying to tear you down, it's because they're insecure. Everybody is trying yep. to be at the top. And if you're ahead of someone, yep. they want to bring you down to their level. And, exactly. and it's only because they're insecure. So I think and one of the strategies I've used to is to to overcome that is is my mom and I, we called it the Easton Project. And I had some kids who were just not being cool to me a little while ago. And um, and I just tried being painfully nice to these people. And and I... I, That's the hardest thing. Oh my gosh, it was because they they'd give me they just tell me some terrible things about that they disliked about me and I and I would just say right. you know what I this is what I like about you you know what I mean I turn it back on and be just painfully nice to them and after a while it yeah. was like they would just like look at me like confused and then they and then I think right. they just felt too bad like once someone's being that nice to you it's really hard to rip them down and so and yeah. that's something that I've used that's actually very very been very helpful. So I think that's very uh, a very good point to share. And the next question I have for you, Brandon, is is a really good one. What is the best advice you have ever received? Ooh, I have so many really solid pieces. <laughs> Can I share a couple? Oh, absolutely. All right. Number one is the so hopefully all of you know Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, he's the man, and he he's incredible. And so many people's heroes, including one of mine. And he is the one that really taught me how important life is and how important living in the moment is. And that's why I'm, I'm such a strong advocate for it. That's why I try to nail it into every person that I talk to. That's, try, that, you know, that's why I have such a, a strong passion for it, for sharing it. So whenever he sa- he's the one that says, you're going to die. 
and so I'm able to, you know, see that and and use his message alongside mine to try and push out to inspire people. So that's probably number one. Number two would probably have to be from a lot of the I have some friends who are at the top of the top in the food chain and they have always told me it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of you it doesn't matter what they're saying or they're trying to do to you it matters what you do what you believe in because that's the most powerful thing for people to do that you're great because you already are freaking great all of you you have so much greatness inside of you so what are you gonna do to use that those are probably two of my favorite pieces that I've received. Awesome. So this next question is is uh, very important. It's one of my favorite questions that I ask. What are three ways few listeners can take action today to become more successful? Yeah, I, I love that. I would say, number one, believe in yourself. And I also say have faith. And I'm not saying you need to be a religious person because it's up to you. Every single one of us obviously has the choice to believe in whatever we want to believe in. But the number one thing to believe in and have faith in is yourself. Because at the end of the day, everything could go away. And all you have left is yourself. You know, when we hide behind barriers, we only show certain people certain sides of us. So we only show our friends the good side of us. We, you know, we only show our partner, our girlfriend, our boyfriend, the loving side of us, things like that. But if you believe in yourself and you accept everything that makes you who you are, then you use those tools to get successful and to achieve 110% of whatever you want to achieve in the world. So that's tip number one. Tip number three is take action. And that's a really, no, tip number two (laughs) is take action. And that's a really broad statement to make. And that could mean a ton of different things. But like I've been saying, it starts this second and at this moment in order for change to happen. Stop putting things off. Stop procrastinating anything in your life, even a project that's due in two weeks. And I do admit I suffer from horrible procrastination (laughs) to schoolwork. I agree. And I think we all have that bug. But just take action right now. Live right now. Stop living in the future or stop living in the past. Whatever happens is going to happen. And you have the choice to use that for your success or use that for your downfall. And number three, I would say, pick your team very wisely. And like we've been saying, it's so important to have the people in your life closest to you who love you for you, who surround you with constant positivity, who give you inspiration. And that is the team. Those are the people that are going to raise you up to the tip of the mountain. And that will make you king of the world. So it's up to you who is in your life. So choose very wisely. Just because somebody is good looking, they don't have to be your girlfriend. Just because somebody has a ton of money, 
you don't have to pay them $3,000 to talk with you. You know, examples like those. So life is one shot and it's our only shot, the only one we get. So it starts right now and it starts with you and you alone. Mm-hmm. So, man, I'm getting hyped right now. But one thing that you said that I really enjoyed was you said that you should, everyone should just be living in the moment. And, and while you need to have goals and, and be and learn from your past, you really do, you need to live in the moment. And, and, and what I mean by that is I'm not trying to say procrastinate, don't do something now and didn't do it later because you live in the moment or smoke weed, live in the moment. But, but rather I'm trying right. to say enjoy the moment you're in. And uh, one thing that my, uh, that, that really stuck with me is one of my sister's best friends. She, uh, we hadn't seen her about two years and she was at our house and my mom had asked her, I think she asked, she said, what is one thing that you regret from the last three years? And she said, I wish I would have enjoyed the moment more. Because sometimes we get so caught up in the past, so caught up in the future, yeah. that you forget to just love the moment you're living in. Love life now. And uh, yeah. I, I really I really enjoyed that comment. Before we go, do you have any last parting words of advice? I would say take every word that Easton and I have said to heart. And use everything that we've presented in front of you to literally change your life this second. Stop making excuses. Stop saying that you can't because you can do anything and everything that you put your mind and your soul to. Tell yourself you can and you will. And you freaking got this. You'll kill it. And I can't wait to see what you guys do with it. Thank you so much for listening to my story. I hope you've gained something out of this. And please reach out to me at any time. Again, whether that be on Facebook, on Instagram, on my website, I'd love hearing from you guys. And I will be a part of your journey through every step of the way. Thank you so much, Brandon. And thank you all, Fuel listeners, for tuning in to episode number 38 of Fuel, don't forget to check out Brandon's TED Talk. It's a good one. Go check out his website at brandon.world. And I'll see you all in future episodes.